You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. A couple minutes past the hour here. Father Tim Buren, along with Matt Wilcom, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're coming to you from St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church in St. Charles, Minnesota, southeast Minnesota, the Whitewater River Valley. Beautiful area here. Did you know that one of the ways you can listen to RPR is via our app? If you don't have it, head to the App Store on your phone and search for Real Presence Radio. Once you have it, you can listen to the great daily programming like Real Presence Live. Find the daily podcasts if you happen to miss a show and reflect on the daily Mass readings. Submit a prayer request and even become part of this family if the Lord is calling you to donate. So take a moment, download our app as we prepare to head into this interview. And we have our next guest here in studio, Michael Churchill, who is a seminarian. We're going to find out about his experience this year in parish life. Michael, welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you for having me. This is a unique experience for me, so thank you for having me. First time guest? Yes, it is, yeah. Long time listener, right? Just, yes. Just say yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Michael? Yeah, I am uh, the ninth child of 10 kids. Um, grew up in Dexter, Minnesota, so just down the interstate from St. Charles. Okay. Uh, between Austin and Rochester. Uh, yeah, grew up in big family, but... Uh, I guess I went to college, go to nursing school, uh, and yeah, I've been in seminary now for uh, five years. Now let's talk a little bit about your discernment process, Michael. What, what drew you to discerning, specifically the priesthood? Sure, yeah. Uh, I never really thought about it growing up in high school. Uh, I really enjoyed my faith, but never really took too much discernment, didn't think too much about uh, seminary life, uh, never really knew what a seminary was. So I went to college. Uh, I went specifically to a Catholic school because I didn't, that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to learn more about my faith, but never thought about the priesthood specifically. Uh, So I got involved with the campus ministry program there right away and got involved with a lot of just good Catholic friends and learned more about my faith. And it was really at a retreat that a priest asked if I had given serious thought to the priesthood. Um, And I had to answer no, that I had not given him any serious thought. So it began just stirring in my heart and in my mind uh, what the Lord was calling me to do. And so I, uh, I started thinking about it and started praying about it, and I just started to learn more about the faith. And uh, I really basically just began to fall in love with the church and with the priesthood itself and with Jesus. And throughout that four years of nursing school, I really, again, yeah, just fell in love. And the Lord, I recognized that the end of my college career there, that the Lord was calling me to the priesthood. So I entered seminary right after nursing school. When you went to seminary then, where did you go for that time? Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary in Winona. Yep. So I did uh, two years there, and I've done two years in Detroit, Michigan for seminary so far. Yeah. And so this is part of the Diocese of Winona Rochester program with Bishop John Quinn that you have a year uh, internship. Uh, Explain a little bit about that, Michael. What is uh, going on in your internship besides the fact that you work with just a phenomenal uh, pastor uh, who is speaking right now and very humble about the whole thing. Uh So why don't you go ahead and uh, share with us with no pressure here. uh, What is, what are some of the things that you are doing on this internship? Sure. I think Bishop Quinn really wanted us to, as seminarians to experience the parish life before we're ordained to have that, 
firsthand experience of uh, parish ministry, especially rural parish ministry, I think, for our diocese. Uh, so it's just been a unique experience where um, on the first hand of just being with the pastor and following him around, getting to experience how he does his ministry, uh, recognizing how he does uh, sacramental prep and um, running church festivals, things like that, just simple things of uh, how I can learn and how I can ex- gain that experience from the priest himself. And then him allowing me to take my own uh, path, I guess, and learning how I can be a ministry to the people of God here in the parish as well. So uh, visiting the homebound and the sick and the elderly, um, being part of the youth groups and youth ministry activities. Um, yeah, and then uh, being part of faith formation, teaching and uh, leading prayer groups, things like that. So it's been a unique experience of getting a good taste of just parish ministry throughout the year. One of the things that's been helpful, Michael, is that you have adopted, if you will, some of the residents that are homebound or in nursing facilities or in assisted living facilities. And uh, recently, um, you have really created a great relationship with a uh, gentleman that you journeyed with um, really um, to eternal life. And so kind of give us a little bit of uh, what was on your heart um, as you got to know him a little bit and really helped him prepare for that. I guess that's just something that's beautiful about uh, this year is getting to experience, um, again, what the priest experiences uh, and gaining, or I guess getting that experience of uh, being a priest, of being that father to someone. Um, So just getting to know him throughout the year and praying with him, bringing him the Eucharist, uh, sharing with his sorrow and his joys and it's been such a beautiful gift, and then to also get to know his family through that. Um, yeah, it's been such a beautiful gift, I guess, to journey with someone throughout their life. And that's really encouraged, again, the where I want to head as a priest, you know, to, or it has refocused my, I guess, idea of where I want to be as a priest, um, to be journeying with the people of God. And uh, it's gotten my mind out of just books at school into being in the ministry of uh, journeying with people, yeah. One of the things that I've noticed about Michael is that he is such a people person. They really latch on to him and really find him to be a, a welcoming presence in their life and really um, brings a great uh, sense of pride to the church uh, locally and also um, globally because he gives us a great example of uh, seminarians today who have a, a deep uh, devotion to our Blessed Mother, um, a great love for the Eucharist. Um, and so in those regards, he is really able to have a great uh, concept of ministry of presence in the greater parish, but also in the greater community. So um, so Michael is doing a phenomenal job. We're listening uh, to Real Presence Live. We have with us Michael Churchill, who is a seminarian intern for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. So uh, Michael, uh, before we went on the air, um, I said here on location... Uh, I don't think anybody understood what I was t- uh, going with this, but I said, "Does it smell like a pig in here?" Can you tell us, Michael? Why would I? Why would I have said that? Well, it was Father Tim's great grand idea. Well, we don't have to our... give me credit for this. We okay. can just back up. So My just apologies. erase that. No, it's all good. <laughs> uh, to for our parish festival to in order in one way to raise money is a fun way of raising money uh, to have a kiss the pig contest. So. We had three jars set up, one for Father Tim, one for myself, and one for 
uh, our director of evangelization in our parish, and all the kids were really enjoying it, trying to put money in uh, who they wanted to see kiss the pig. And Father had a good running for it, but eventually I won out, and the kids really wanted me to kiss the pig and the parishioners, I guess. If but, my folks are listening, I need to borrow some money, by the way, because I ended up stacking the deck a little bit. So uh, just uh, <laughs> keep that uh, in mind. Now, where did, where did this pig come from? I mean, was, is this like Bear Grylls tackling a feral hog out in the wilderness? We're kind very of thing, blessed or? to live in a rural area, and so we have a plethora of farmers. And so we were able to contact one of our local farmers that's a member of our parish. And he brought in the pig whose name was... Arnold? Yeah. yeah. You remember yeah. that. You were nervous and anxious about it, so I wasn't sure if you were going to remember like, his yeah. name. He actually was a good sport because the first time he did it, uh, basically people could not see it because of how the position was, and so he had to uh, <laughs> do it a second time. So he was a good sport about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see you do it. <laughs> and uh, raised, uh, I think, just over $600 with that little contest. Nice. <laughs> and all of it goes to the young people. Um, Michael, uh, share with us, if you will, what is one of the highlights so far of your um, ministry here as an intern? I guess one of the highlights, I guess, has been Again, being with the people of God, uh, taking a break from just specific school studies and bringing it into rural parish ministry and uh, I guess putting it all into context of like why I'm studying to be a priest. It's been a beautiful gift to recognize like going into people's homes and uh, meeting people here at the church and getting to know their names and journeying with them, praying with them. Uh, That's been the beauty, I guess, of it has been to take a break from that and to, uh, yeah, refocus. Like, this is why I want to be a priest. I want to be able to journey with them. I want to be able to pray with them. Uh, I want to be able to bring them closer to Jesus and bring them the sacraments um, and help them to learn and see the beauty, the goodness, and the truth of our Catholic faith. It's a beautiful gift that you offer. And, uh, you know, our parishes have three other seminarians that are from our parishes, and we're very blessed with vocations uh, in these uh, parishes. And you bring a whole other dimension uh, that really, uh, in your youthfulness, uh, how old are you, if I may ask again? 28. 28. Yes. I knew the answer, but I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> you uh, do not he, look that old. He looks like <laughs> he's 15, people. He looks like he's 15, Father and he hates it to, when I say that. Father likes to go around and... Tell ask, people, ask, ask people, people how old how, I am. Yes, <laughs> we, sh- we should actually raise money with that little game, yeah. shouldn't we? You look like you're a freshman in minor seminary still. Well, thank you, yeah. <laughs> but with that youthfulness, that there is really a generous heart that he has for uh, really the young people to recognize in him that vocation. And uh, in the last minutes that we have remaining, uh, speak a little bit about on some of the young men that you've been able to influence to at least discern that possibility of priesthood. Oh, goodness. Um Yeah, the put you on the spot. So yeah. <laughs> I know you don't want to mention names or anything, but there was recently a um, a gathering that was at a Mac Heart of Mary Seminary, and I understand that that you were able to influence some young men to go there. How does that work within your uh, in your internship and within your own heart of discernment? Yeah, it's been beautiful. Um, we're just always encouraged to be witnesses first of uh, the priesthood. And Father Kern, our vocation director, has really been big on uh, having us be the ones to be witnessing and to be the vocation directors <laughs> in a way of young people to encourage them and to uh, just journey with them. So it's been really cool to see some young people who are thinking about it and praying about it and to be that example and that model for them. Yeah, That's awesome. 
Michael, and we have just a couple minutes left here. What has it been like to be a seminarian specifically in these times with all of the scandals and whatnot going on in the church? I mean, there's a lot of people clamoring for this or that change, whatever. I mean, in the midst of all of that, you know, navigating that mm-hmm. and m- maintaining a, a sense of peace that, no, this is what I feel God calling me to at least discern. Mm-hmm. How, how, how has that been for you? You know, I did a 30-day silent retreat two, year, two summers ago, and one of the things that was consistently brought up on my retreat was keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. It's from Hebrews 12, uh, verses 1 and 2, and that's been the main, I guess, drive throughout the last couple of years, of, especially during the midst of the scandals, uh, in the midst of challenges and sufferings within the church and throughout the world uh, in general, uh, to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, that I don't give up hope or dis- and I don't go into despair because uh, our our God has won the victory for us already and it's yeah just a beautiful reminder to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus even in the midst of that great suffering and what would you say to a young man who might be you know listening this morning and saying well I think I might want to check this out as well I mean did if you enter minor seminary or even major seminary does, does that obligate you to become a priest no it doesn't um, but I guess the message I would have for young men and even young women who are considering a religious life, uh, again, to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, but also simply fall in love with the Lord, fall in love with the church, learn more about your faith. Uh, that's really how I've come to, I guess, my faith and come to discerning the process of seminary and priesthood has just been falling in love. It's been praying and frequently going to the sacraments, and uh, that's what I guess I would encourage them to do, yeah. Uh, fall in love, and if you seriously love the Lord, then He will, and then you should also consider seriously giving your life up for Him. So, absolutely. Wonderful, well, Michael Churchill. We're grateful that you're with us this morning on location here at one of your parishes that you are interning with, St. Charles Borromeo, along with Holy Redeemer Iniota. So we'll continue to keep you in our prayers and as you continue to uh, serve and, and get ready for theology school in the next two years. So thank you. Up next, we're hopping in the car and traveling around the listening area for a 10-minute tour of local events. You don't want to miss it. Keep it right here. There's plenty more Real Presence Live in just a few moments. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.